Hey folks, Travis here. This is false. Do you want to give us your money? Like, not many of you have, and frankly, I'm a little insulted. So if you could just do a Christmas, maybe, maybe you could just do a Christmas and give us some money at patreon.com slash this is false. What do you think? You think you could just, you think you could just do that? Cool. Glad we had this talk. So today it's just Ev and I, and uh, it's sort of a rambly episode. We kind of said fuck it because it's Christmas, and uh, neither of us are seeing family, and we're in a dark place. So it's a good episode, though. It's funny. I think like when when we're really super depressed, we're funnier. I think that's a thing. So uh, enjoy our sorrow, you jerks. Maybe you're such a jerk. You should you should just give us money, then we'll forgive you. Patreon.com/slash This Is False. Check a one. Bleak blork. Bleak blork. Yeah. That'll work, probably. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Ev Irish, how's your life? Fucking great. Yeah. So good. Yeah, so good. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I don't have the internet. I don't have the internet until December 27th. You think? We, yep, maybe. That's maybe. a soft maybe. <laughs> <laughs> if one is the one thing I know about um, about internet technicians is that they love to work on the Sunday after Christmas. So I imagine you're definitely gonna get. I'm definitely getting internet it. on the twenty seventh. On the twenty seventh, <laughs> and I definitely, I've I've now moved into my own apartment. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Welcome to the slums. It's actually a horror. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's right in the neighborhood. You have a notorious slumlord for a landlord. I too. have a notorious, like, notorious city known. Yeah. Like everyone knows this motherfucker. I there and it's already like I've only lived there for a couple weeks, and already it's so obvious that he's such a shitty, <laughs> shitty slumlord, <laughs> and in ways that I'm not going to mention on the podcast. Yeah. In ways that it's he's one of those landlords where like it could be it, beneficial to me. Yeah, there's there's as much potentially good about having a disinterested landlord as bad. Yeah, yeah because yeah. I go into this situation <laughs> anytime I go into a new living situation, I automatically assume that I am going to have to fix all of the problems that arise in this apartment. Yeah, I just assume that. You yeah, know? and you're capable of doing that. Whereas yeah. I, I'm a useless tit, so when oh. things go wrong in here, I just you can call me. Now I can. Yeah. Yeah, you want to. Can you fix my shower? I actually can. I'm helping someone else <laughs> fix their shower in a couple of weeks. I don't want to do it, though, because then, like, they get off the hook. I know. This is... Okay, you know. so I used to be like, I'm going to die on this hill, and you're going to... I'm going to file all of these paperworks. Yeah. And you're going to come and do the thing, because it's your job. But that's not... No. And I also, just, like, the landlord-tenant board just doesn't give a fuck No, they're not... They've, they're, they have bigger fish to fry, apparently. Oh, my God. At some point, we'll figure out what those fish are that are so important that they're so intent on not giving a fuck. Yeah, I mean, it's become a bit of a national news story, and I actually had a hearing, so I'll talk about it, but... Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this is false. I'm Travis Laver. Evelyn Irish. Irish. Evelyn Irish. No Mo. No No Mo. No Akbar. Uh, probably not gonna be a Mo Akbar this week. Has he responded? I don't know. I don't have the fucking internet. No, he has not. It's okay. (laughs) He's probably very busy doing the things. You know, just, can I tell you something about Mo? Yeah. And I, it's one of those things where, you know when you just don't know something and now you you should know it and so you just don't ask? Yep. Because you don't want to reveal that you're an idiot and you don't know. Oh yeah, there's there's entire episodes of Seinfeld about that. Yeah. I have no idea what Mo does for a living. 
Oh, I just assumed it was... Oh, I'll ask. Wait, no, he's going to hear this. <laughs> okay, I know that he has... I know that he, I know where he has worked, and he probably works in similar sectors. And I don't want to reveal it, just in case it's, like, not okay. Um, but, like... But I don't actually know where he currently works. I know he works in Ottawa sometimes. That's all I know. I'm going to go with solid either importer, exporter, or marine biologist. Yeah, it could be one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Or accountant. Accountant. That's my latest theory. And yeah. I did scare quotes. Yeah. yeah. Accountant. He's an accountant. I'm going to... Nobody asks you questions when you say you're an accountant. <laughs> that fucking TikTok. Um, I think maybe he... It, we're just going to stick with the Seinfeld theme because this is what I'm doing now because I'm running out of uh, energy. But he probably... <laughs> Already? We're like four seconds in. Well, I mean, this is well. in general, in general, okay. <laughs> I'm already dead. Yeah, Vandalay Industries. He works at Vandalay Industries. Oh, yeah. yeah. Vandalay Industries. Yeah. Yeah. Art Vandalay is his... Okay, Ev, just <laughs> fucking watch Seinfeld. God damn. Good Lord. Oh, also, my dog is here this oh, week. Oh, yeah. Josh. Joshy is here this week. Josh He's... is hanging with my cats, except my cats are locked in the room because they're terrified. Yeah. So instead of like the... <laughs> oh, of course I get a phone call right now. How unprofessional. What even is that number? That's what a bill even? collector, my friend. I don't know. It's a local number, though. Usually they're uh, 800s or Toronto. You ever buy anything from Tepperman's and not pay for it? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> then never mind. Thankfully. <laughs> I've thought about it. Uh, me too. Sometimes I need furniture. And then I did it. I just have a bowling table. That's uh that that table is made from uh bowling lane. That makes me wood. happy. Yeah. Did I tell you? Oh about my the god! <laughs> <laughs> Just chucked my phone on the chair and smacked it off my guitar. It's fine. <laughs> Nothing's broken. Why probably. break one thing when you can break two? <laughs> um, did I ever tell you about the time that I was a little kid and I was in a bowling alley, and I didn't have any bowling shoes that would fit me because I have Peggy Hill feet, uh-huh. and so I was bowling with just my socks on. And then I, I was like, "It's a bad plan." It is a bad oh plan. Oh my god! What is Hold that? On. The same number two two six something? It's front door. Oh, it's fucking Amazon, probably. Woo! Josh, you're such a good dog. Joshy. His name was Joshy. He was a show dog. He worked at the Copacabarki. He had big ears and a long tail. And everybody loved his cuteness. Joshy, come here. Josh, 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 Josh. Go fucking lay down. Go lay down. We're gonna do a live unboxing. Unboxing podcast defeats <laughs> the purpose of unboxing. <laughs> I've just sang the whole time you were gone. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my grandmother is adorable and a perfect person. Oh my god, she sent you more stuff? Yeah, this is all for my grandma, so I'm not going home this week. This is the first time in 17 years that I've been away from home that I haven't gone home for Christmas. So, because for obvious reasons, at least that should be obvious. I would hope so. Yeah. Um, so she feels bad about it, and so she's not just sending me Amazon shit every day. I like I got love a, your grandma. I got a three-pound bag of Reese's Pieces yesterday, yeah. along with some corn pops. It's the dopest shit. Your grandma's really cool. What in the fuck is this? <laughs> she 
She sent me face shields. That's amazing. I have face shields now. That's I'm going to awesome. be that that person that goes out in public with face shields. You're going to go mask face shield? Yep. Mask and face shield. You can't do just one. In solidarity with uh, all of the essential workers right now. Yeah. Well, she was worried because, like, you know, going out into my hallway is a danger. <laughs> um, I mean, I have seen your hallway. It is kind of a danger. Well, then, you know, like, the person <laughs> who lives across the hall, wonderful human being though she is, she works at a long-term care home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did she send you more candy? She sent me more sugary things. Grandma. My grandma does not believe that sugar addiction is real, but holy shit. It's Chips totally. Ahoy Chewy Tenders. Chewy Tenders. Fucking right. And then Reese Puffs. She's sending me all the Reese products. Oh my god. Have you noticed that Reese has gone off? Like, who is who is in charge of product development at Reese right now? Because they have lost their shit. They've completely checked out. They've been like, should we put some fucking breadcrumbs in this? Yep. <laughs> Fuck it. And and then they're like, they're selling it. And they're like, Reese, crispy, chunky, chocolatey pieces pops. And you're like, yep, I want yeah. it. I'm going to buy it. And I'm going to love it. Reese brand turkey. We shove some chocolate and peanut butter up the ass of a bird. And you're expected to eat it. I will. And I, I will. I will 100% eat I that. I will eat that. Yeah. <laughs> if it has Reese on it, I'm going to eat it. And absolutely. You um, show me an orange, brown, and yellow label. Yep. I'm, I, I I'm salivate. In. I'm putting that I in salivate. my mouth. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Well, there's that. That's exciting. That's a little dopamine hit. Yep. I needed that one. <laughs> Look at you smile. I haven't Look seen you smile in so shields. long. Two of them. That's amazing. I can... Do they have foam to make your forehead comfortable? They do. Yeah, these are for real. These are for real, man. She was like, are you going to buy them? And I'm like, no, probably not. Like, I'm... I want to be safe, but, like, I'm not going to go overboard about it. Yeah. I want to be safe, but I don't want to be a nerd, Grandma. <laughs> She's like, well, I'm just going to find them and buy them and send them to you. That's adorable. Also, they put them in, put it in a huge box, considering it was just two fucking face shields. I once was... I it ordered... It in an envelope, for Christ's sake. I know. <laughs> I once ordered um, a little tube of um, Dr. Numb. It's like a... For when you're tattooing people that don't want to feel it. Yeah. Sometimes if like someone... Me. Like yeah, I'm gonna use it for you yeah, for sure. Hundred percent, because I hate pain. Josh, I'm, I'm a giant wuss. Josh, go lay down. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, no, the I'm gonna have to use it on you. Yeah. But sometimes people twitch so uncontrollably <laughs> that I like. Actually, I should have used it on myself when I was getting my calf done because that was the artist was very mad at me. But anyway, very very tiny, teeny tiny little tube, and then I also ordered some ceramic um, paint for a project that I was working on both very teeny tiny little tubes and they mm -hmm. came in a box the size of yours which is about i don't know 12 by 10 yeah like it it's like it's a big box what is the the, like the amount stuff, yeah it's insane I, I feel like they just only have certain sizes of boxes and so that's what they, that's what they and i mean ultimately into. it probably doesn't matter they're not really losing any money like they're just no just get it done quicker the labor that they're oh yeah the know. labor they save is going to be exactly. outweigh the extra cardboard cost exactly anyway this will help you with editing because I remember what we were talking about before you left. Okay, yeah, go. Do it. Your coffee table. Oh, right, the bowling. Yes. Yes, you and socks. Yes. Yeah. So I couldn't did fit you end up? Any... Did you end up in the gutter? Um, No, I didn't end up in the gutter. <laughs> I I was uh, taking my bowling ball, and mm -hmm. I was very professionally... I think I was like, I don't know, eight or something. Yeah. I was very professionally... Good, doing like in good form rolling the ball mm -hmm. and i slid because i didn't have the bowling shoes on yeah and i slid 
And part of the bowling alley, which was in a small oh, amount of disrepair. You have told me this story. Keep going, though. Yeah. Oh, it no. fucking splintered into mm. my foot. My foot slid onto a splinter, which went about an inch and a half to two inches into my foot. Oh, I'm going to throw up. On an upward angle. <laughs> and I just slid right into it. Mm. And I was literally stuck to the bowling alley by the sole of my foot, like by the ball of my foot. And I was eight years old, and I at first I was like, why does this hurt so bad? And then I looked down and tried to lift my foot, and it was stuck. And then I just, like, shrieked. <laughs> and all the kids around me were like, because ah! I was like, I'm stuck in the bowling alley. And then, and then the, 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 this is what bothered me, because it was immediately, the blame was on me, because the, the, the I don't know, person in charge said, why weren't you wearing bowling shoes? And I said, because my feet are too big. <laughs> and then she, I, I freaked out. I yanked my foot back, pulled oh. the splinter out, oh. and immediately blood was like shooting everywhere. Travis, blood everywhere. Oh, no. Yeah. It was so crazy. Blood-curdling scream. I could just feel, like, the wood pull out from my <laughs> Okay, sorry. Anyway, it was a terrible um, time. Like, it, I'm actually going to pass out. <laughs> this is not faked. I know. It's I amazing. It. I, I hate was... it so much. <laughs> but that happened. And uh, that's my story about why I, I like your coffee table. I don't know what about that. I don't normally get squeamish at too much, but that... Yeah. Every time I think about it, I like my left foot really like like gets twitchy because mm -hmm. it it's like, stop reminding me. There's something about like in broken bones, too, that I just can't. Yeah. Well, I can't get him out of my head. I remember there was this kid when I was a kid um, playing baseball, and he threw the ball so hard from the outfield that he snapped his forearm in two. What the fuck? And I still have nightmares about it. Like, I still legitimately have nightmares about it. That's crazy. Because he came back in and, like, was, like, white. Like, stone white. Just, like, fucking... He wasn't crying. Like, he oh, was yeah. just like, I don't, I don't know what happened. And he's, like, <laughs> holding his fucking bottom half of his arm. <laughs> oh, God. I still think about that. And I hate it. It makes me want to pass out and throw up at the same time. When I broke my collarbone, my right collarbone, I had to. <laughs> I'm sorry for making. I know Co collarbones. I feel like aren't as bad because they're in the body. That's they're not, true. You're gonna tell me something gross about it, aren't you? <laughs> That's true. It wasn't as bad because it was in the body. But I was skating at Rim Park, and <sighs> my friend Elise and I were skating. There's this huge hill in Rim Park. And mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to make it down that hill. I had just left an abusive relationship, so I was like, I don't care if I live or die. Let's do stupid <laughs> shit. You get hurt so often skating. I do, I do. So I <laughs> so I was skating down this hill. Elise got speed wobbles halfway down and bailed. I, stupidly, was like, I'm getting speed wobbles, but I'm going to keep going. And I kind of like was able to, you know, kind of carve my way out of them. Uh-huh. However, the carving didn't slow me down enough, and when I got to the bottom of the hill, I forgot that there's this little ledge mm -mm. that goes over a little footbridge, mm -hmm. and when I'm roller skating it, I normally just jump it and don't even realize that right. it's there. But you were concentrating real hard on the not dying. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Josh. Yeah, so I was concentrating really hard on the not dying, and so I just hit the fucking ledge, and my body kept going, my board stopped, and I landed on my right shoulder, which immediately snapped my... Mm. Collarbone. Yeah. Which I didn't even think about at the time because I had already been drinking while I was skating. Oh, so you didn't even feel it? <laughs> no, I felt it, but I was like, I thought 
because I heard a snap and I my glasses had fallen off. So I was like, oh, my glasses fell off. That was the snap. <laughs> and then I got up and my whole like, arm no. was like hanging down. And it I was, was like, my body. I was like, I think I broke something. And Elise was like, what the fuck? Yeah, see, that wouldn't bother me as much. But then I was driving a stick shift car at the time. Oh, it was your right. It was my your right, right collarbone. Color I had to drive myself because I was, I was like. With Elise. your left hand? How no, you... my right arm. I couldn't do it with my left hand. I couldn't shift with my left hand. I tried. I kept on grinding the gears. So I I held my upper manual arm. Tra- manual transmissions are ableist, let's be honest. They are, but also <laughs> they're so much better. <laughs> but anyway, I had to drive myself to the hospital, and I was like, Elise, like, is it okay if I don't drop you off at home on the way? She was like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fine. But yeah. What's the matter, Joshua? What's up, bud? He just looks like he wants to go out of the building. I say he probably does. That's fair. Yeah. He's got like fight or flight, and the fight part just n- What's doesn't matter, exist. buddy. This is gonna be an all over the place episode because it's Christmas time. Yeah. Holiday time, and um, you know, I we're probably not gonna get as many listens <laughs> on this one. I don't. Maybe think we so. will. I don't know, but from what I've read about the podcasting world, uh, Christmas is a death zone for for listens. Not only so, yeah. Not only um, that, but every episode that I'm on, we have less listeners. That is a trend I've noticed. Oh, and, you've and, noticed. And if this is if this is a thing, listeners, if you're listening to this and going, "Oh fuck, I have Irish. I'm tuning out." Please tell me. No, no, no. We can just you just go. We don't want you. That's Aww. cool. Just don't come back. <laughs> well, I still want to know who it is. <laughs> I don't. I don't really. They can just go. I don't think that's it. I think it's that. Okay, so here's here's the explanation I have because we had racism at U Windsor Part One and Part Two. Yeah. You know, people don't want to engage in a two-part episode, so they'll get the first part. They may not get the second part. Yeah. So that always happens. And you were on part two, but not part one. That's true. Then you weren't on last week when we had legend John Clark on. I know. And, I'm and that's why so we dumb. have more listens, because John Clark was on. So yeah. I, I, th- I don't know that it's actually you. I think it's just that it just happened that way, that those are the ones you missed. Okay, that makes I sense. I think it's fine. I'm going to say that it's that, and not because I have a condescending, bitchy voice. <laughs> Quite the opposite, actually. Oh, I thank you. I have yeah. the voice of an angel. Kate told me that I have a voice of an angel. Mm-hmm. And then you say like horrible shit. Yeah. <laughs> like obvious. horrible in a good way. Yeah, I mean that's that's part yeah. of that's I am who I am. <laughs> <laughs> when you do like the cute voice, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people like it. People like we it. We get comments. Exactly. Everybody yeah. else can get fucked right in the junk. <laughs> Fucking cum dumpsters. Fuck them. <laughs> anyway, what are we talking about today? Well, okay, so. You remember our former Prime Minister, Stephen Harper. I sure do. Um, which, by the way, if you're Canadian, you cannot help but say the word Harper with a Canadian accent. Yeah, Harper. Stephen Harper, eh? Stephen like it's Harper. Like, every time, Harper. Fucking Harper. Harper. Everybody Harper. ends up sounding like, uh, what's that dude, Rick? Uh, no. Um, the Doug, that... and, Doug and the other guy? <laughs> no, there was the dude ever, the ultimately Canadian Oh, Rick dude. Mercer. Rick Mercer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got that Ottawa Valley, that he real thick. He totally does. Yeah, yeah. He does. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Stephen Harper, eh? Oh, Stephen Harper. Well, it turns out, this, I mean, this shouldn't surprise you, but uh, Stephen Harper does speaking engagements. He does love there, to talk. there are organizations and people in the world that want to hear what Stephen Harper has to say, which I find hilarious. Aren't we done with that? <laughs> like, aren't we, aren't we good on that? <laughs> um, Celebrity Talent International is his agency. And I don't know how I came across this. Who the hell gave this to me? Someone posted this somewhere. 
They were like, do with this what you will. Yeah, it was just posted somewhere on the internet. I was like, oh, I can book Stephen Harper to come speak at my event. Well, how, like, let's do it. Just how? do you want? Do you want to take a guess? I mean, maybe I told you already. How much does it cost? Is it so? T- just $10, take a take, take a guess of what the minimum price is. Ten. This is in American dollars, by the way. This is all aimed at Americans, which is also kind of funny. That is kind of funny. <laughs> I would say the minimum would be like. 10 to $15,000. Oh, you are so low. You are so low. 40? Oh, you're still so what low. What the fuck? <laughs> For one speaking engagement? Minimum what is fee, 75000 American. So that's like that 100000 want... It's like 100000 Canadian. I... <laughs> Minimum. And then, and then like, mm. it goes up to 150000 What, for an hour and a half? Well, so so there is, like, you can fill out a form and they'll give you an estimate. You can do this whole thing. I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to get emails from Celebrity Talent International for the rest of my life. That's fair. Um, But you can fill that out. I'll kiss a fucking baby. It'll be fine. (laughs) But you can, like, you have to say the event type. So there's, like, all kinds of them, like college or university, convention or trade show, corporate event, endorsement project, city or government-sponsored event, which I kind of want to put that one in to be, like, how much are taxpayers expected to pay for your fucking dumbass to come speak? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so... It'd be like, gay conversion, party, pro-life celebration. It'll yeah. be all of those events. It'd be great. Um, it does, like, it's, it's funny, because like, Stephen Harper is a Canadian politician and a member of Parliament who served as the 22nd Prime Minister of Canada for nine years. He was the first Prime Minister in history to come from the modern Conservative Party of Canada, because they were the progressive conservatives before that. Mm-hmm. Um... Harper has been the member of parliament for the writing of Calgary Heritage and Alberta for 14 years, blah, 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 blah. Is he still? It says has been the member of parliament. Is he still an MP? I don't know. I can't check. Hold on. Because I don't have the internet. We're going to check. This is all I say from now on. (laughs) Just complain about that. Stephen Harper. Harper. Oh, hey, also, call out. If there's any internet installation technician type people... (laughs) If you work for Kojiko, can you, um... Can you please fucking email us so that I can get internet sooner? Can you move Ev Irish up the goddamn list? Please? It's been, like, two weeks. It's, yeah. Anyway. Um, so is he still an MP? Uh, un... No. Um... Maybe? What's he doing now? Crafts, probably. No, he's not. He's hasn't participated in the last two elections. Okay, I didn't think so. You'd think um, we, would have, we would already know about that. Yeah. I mean, that sometimes will happen because there's nothing really stopping him from doing that, right? No. He could even be prime minister again if he won the leadership of the party and all that shit. We yeah. don't have term limits here, so. He knows when I point at him that he needs to stop clicky clacking and go <laughs> to the carpet. I think people will appreciate the clicky clackies. He's look. He's so, so he's so dumb. I love him so. Yeah, much. my dog's a fucking idiot. Um, but yeah, so if you want to hire Stephen Harper for your corporate event, or just you know, you just want to have him at your back bar- backyard party once those are allowed again. <laughs> I, I I would almost be interested in like raising the money to do it, honestly, and then just like throwing tomatoes at him the entire time. Yeah, and by tomatoes I mean rocks. I mean parody satire, of course. Frozen tomatoes. Maybe we could like allegedly. allegedly. We could do it that Terrence Ray from the um, Tribbly says to do with people like him, which is drag them and their families out of their houses. Yeah. By their hair. Yeah. And then um, attach their limbs to four horses and then slap the horses' asses. Oh, uh, <laughs> drawn, is that drawn and quartered? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, parody satire. We do not condone violence on this podcast, and I'm being serious on that one. Right. Um, yeah, me too. 
Being very serious. It's just mm-hmm. a funny image to see. It is Stephen a funny Harper image. Stephen Harper torn apart limb from limb. <laughs> <laughs> Can we tar and feather him first? <laughs> I w- it would be funny to bring him down here and then, like, just boo him. I, re- I might actually fill out. I have various, like, junk emails that I use, like, like, I, and they're hilarious. Too, yeah, you so. go go on Proton Mail and set one up in like two minutes. Yeah, but I've got like a ton of I have like D Snyder's hair at gmail dot com. Like I have a bunch <laughs> of stupid emails, but I might fill out that form just to just yeah. to give them just to waste some time because I'm petty like that. I got nothing else going on. Uh, okay, so from one conservative dipshit to another. Yeah. Uh, COVID is kind of out of control. Oh my fucking god! So you haven't had internet. And haven't been following the news, so no. you don't know this yet. Okay. I'm pretty sure you don't know this yet. Uh, there's a new strain of coronavirus. What? Yeah, brand new strain. Brand new mutation has, uh, I think it was like 27 mutations of the... Uh, what? Of the RNA. Yep. And um, it's most prevalently been found in the UK, but it is elsewhere in Europe. Oh, my so God. So far, it hasn't been found in Canada, but there's a lot of speculation that it's already here. Well, give it time. Yeah. Um and oh my God. this new strain is 70% more infectious. It's the end of the world. And uh, <laughs> there is some concern, albeit it seems to be not a real concern. There is some concern what? that it might be vaccine resistant. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and it probably isn't. Like, mostly scientists who are experts on that shit say, like, no, it's, it's not likely to be vaccine resistant because of the way that the vaccine is created. But... If there were a strain of the virus that did mutate its spike protein enough, then it wouldn't be covered by the vaccine anymore. But they don't think that this is the case with this one. To I've, be fair, but I've, there is a chance that it's not that it's vaccine resistant. Are you fucking with me? No, I'm really not. <laughs> this is a real thing. Uh, other countries have stopped the UK from traveling uh, to them, including Ireland, which has been a lot of jokes about how fucking you know, funny. It, it took a virus to stop yeah. the, Ir- the English from coming to Ireland. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Get the fuck out. That's funny. Um... Holy fuck. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's terrible. So now, and so apparently it's just far easier to catch. It's not more deadly. They haven't found any more any evidence that it's more deadly or makes you sicker. Uh, it's just it's much easier to spread. And cool. Because like, cool, cool, it used cool. to be that um, 15 minutes of close indoor contact with someone was what you needed to get it. Um, mm-hmm. Now it's, spe- it's speculated that that time could be halved or less. And you, may not e- and you may not even need to spend a significant time in the same area with someone who has it. That makes me want to it. throw up. Yeah. 2020 just keeps on giving. You know what? Like, dude, I don't know, man. I'm starting to understand those preppers. <laughs> I'm starting to understand the bunker people. Yeah, I kind of always did. Yeah, I mean, I did too, but they always turn out to be like racist fucks. Oh, yeah, that's the problem. Are, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, I- I'll go in my own bunker. Man. When we start that commune, we should just make it inside. We should put a bunker on the property. Yeah. By the way, we're going to do an episode in New Year where yeah. we talk about housing communes. We're going to bring Star on to talk about it. That's fucking awesome. This is something awesome. that we are actively considering doing yes. is starting a housing commune. So we're, we're currently working with our friend Star and we're getting shit together to actually start a commune. Yeah. And we're very excited Mainly about it. Mainly she's getting shit together and we're going, yeah. yeah, that's cool. Great, Star. Keep doing that. Yeah. Today she's really <laughs> on the ball. Yeah. She is a lot of the time. Yeah. It's one of the things I love about Star. Yeah, she is. She's really, like, enthusiastic about 
you know, getting things actually rolling too. Yeah. That makes me happy. Yeah. So in the new year, I do want to have her on to like talk about that process and like, for sure. and, and I actually think we could do like, if, if we actually seriously start to do it, I think we could have episodes where we talk about the process every time there's something new to talk about. Yeah. I, I want, I, I was kind of hoping that we could do, um, that would be another uh, situation in which we can use like, um, a different platform like we could use youtube to do right like things like that or twitch yeah yeah and showing around the commune and what we're working on and building yeah and that way we can help other people build their own yes. cooperative housing things yeah we'll make all the mistakes so that you don't have to exactly <laughs> exactly um but yeah so back to covid so yes in ontario so that's fucking terrifying yeah and, and of course cases are skyrocketing again as every Great. single public health official said would happen yeah we, yep um and yet every politician and business owner is pikachu face because they're like <laughs> what oh my god are you serious <laughs> yeah no uh even like literally in march they said this right every yeah. public health official is like wait till the second wave you think this is bad it's going to be worse yep. unless we do xyz which of course they, we aren't going to do... They didn't want to do that because they didn't want to shut the economy down. No, we can't shut the economy can't down. shut the economy down. No. And in fact, even with this, like, we're in lockdown in Windsor, which we mentioned last week. Yep. But that, as far as I can tell, means nothing. No, nothing has changed. Like, Have everything is still fucking open. Do the remember? whole goddamn mall is still open. Yeah. Except for a few, like, there's a few clothing stores and shit, but there's still, like, half the mall is open. Yeah. When we <laughs> were at the beginning of this pandemic and we originally locked down, shit was tight. Mm-hmm. She was tight, yeah, like sort of tighter. Yeah, well, it, tighter. relatively, yeah. like you know, tighter than it is now. Yeah. There were still people fucking up, but there were like, you know, lines outside of every store. Yeah. I mean, there was a, way too many people that were trying to go out to the stores in the first place. And we weren't wearing masks because we didn't know that that was a thing we had to do exactly. yet. Exactly. So like, yeah, yeah. It was... So things are different, but people are they people now have included in their in their lives pandemic fatigue. So now mm-hmm. they're just like, because all they hear from is the government saying, these are the things we have to be doing and it's all your fault and you're not doing it and blah, 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 blah. So yeah. people are like, I don't know what to, I know Josh is really upset about it. Yeah, I would be too. Yeah. He's like, people are, why, why not blame people? Blame governments. <laughs> anyway. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's another thing that's really kind of screwing with people is, is like the government is telling you that you have to do these things. And then they're saying, well, yeah, but we're going to still have schools open and we're going to let, you know, kids be in them. But you can't go and, you know, be can't around vi- your friends. You can't visit Mima. Can't visit Mima. Yeah. We're going to send your kids to school. There's mm-hmm. going to be outbreaks. And we're going to be like, why did you guys have parties? Yeah. No, <laughs> like, oh, t- t- 20 to 39 year olds are getting it now. It must be because of all the parties. Yeah. That's fucked Not up. because we make up more than half of the working population yeah, exactly. or we anything. We have to go to work because you need to keep the fucking malls open. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's fucking insane. Yeah, and it's, it's, like, it's so it's, obvious, too. Yeah. So public health officials have been very clear about this. Even when they themselves aren't going far enough, mm-hmm. which they often don't because they are arms of the government and they want to keep their jobs. Yeah. But they have still been very clear about, like... What needs to be done if we're really going to eradicate this shit without a vaccine? Or at least we're going to keep it under control without a vaccine. Yep. And the government does the opposite of that half the time. Or they do these dithering half measures that don't do anything. Yep. And then, you know, act like they're shocked and mad at people for partying or seeing Mima or whatever the fuck they think we're doing. Yep. This is... it. Like, there's not a single politician who's stupid enough to not know that that's what they're doing. Which means this is genocide. Yep. That that's what this is. Like I'm, I'm I don't use that word lightly. No, I'm I'm I totally this agree with you. This is a form you. of eco-fascist genocide. Yeah, absolutely. And 
like I'm definitely losing my mind. Yeah. Like COVID has broken me. I am like my mental health is absolutely in the gutter. Um, absolutely. Not alone. No, I'm here with you, bud. So like there's part of me that thinks, oh, is that just me going crazy? Am I just becoming a conspiracy theorist of a different kind? Yeah. And I don't believe that I am. I think that this is like a form of liberalized, kind face, woke genocide. Yeah, because <laughs> it, they're okay. Not only are they showing you that the economy is more important than your lives. Like that's something that a lot of people knew. But I think more people are starting to realize that now. Also, they're making an obvious choice that the working class will be the people who suffer here. Yeah. They're the ones who are going to die. It will absolutely be that. They know that that's the case, Mm -hmm. and they're saying, that's okay with us. Yeah. And, you know, politicians are, because they are of the ruling class and are generally a lot richer than most people, um, they're inoculated from it. They don't don't have the same risks that that we do. Like, we, we were just talking before, I think before we went on mic, about how I can't leave my apartment door. Yep. Like, I literally can't open my apartment door without being uh, at risk. Same here. You know, and, you know, people who, uh, who own houses Never are less at risk because they can go out and see their, and go for walks and do whatever. And they're not coming into contact with a yeah, hundred people. Yeah, you can't even do your laundry. No. Without I'm terrified. I'm terrified fucking... to do my fucking laundry. I like, right. it's, it's a, it, the room where our laundry is, like most shitty buildings is not ventilated. Yeah. It's not cleaned very regularly. Mine's in a murder basement. I didn't, I didn't even know it existed until like a little while ago. Yeah. It's a form of genocide. Of course it is. And like it, I don't know how intentional it is, but there is intentionality to it. Yeah. Because they know public health officials and everyone else has been saying it to them. So they, they know, and yet they still do this shit. You know, and as, as often as politicians make decisions that we are widely regarded as like stupid, politicians themselves are not stupid. No. They're very fucking smart. I mean, they might dangerous. be stupid. Yeah, but it's dangerous for us to assume that they're stupid. Yeah, it is. Because if you start assuming that politicians are stupid, then you're you're underestimating your enemy. Yeah. Um, as, as Sandy Hudson is fond of saying, whether it's malice or stupidity, it's a distinction without a difference. That's right. It has to be stopped either way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, uh, it's not important to me whether, you know, Justin Trudeau knows. I mean, he does know, though. He does. Yeah. Because he gets the reports. He knows, like, and it, public health officials who him. are smart and who are paid to do this yeah. have been giving him reports on a daily basis with recommendations that he he then does not follow. Yeah, it's and still with happening though. Either way, it's still happening. Yeah, and all the sociologists, and you know, not just sociologists, but like researchers in the humanities and just people who mm-hmm. fucking know how this shit works are yeah. like, we can't survive without payment. We can't survive without money in our pockets yeah give us money and justin trudeau's like yeah okay you can have some money for a little bit but then we're going to demand you pay it back if you if you fucked up on the purposely vague um so vague uh, requirements and we're going to fuck you at tax time so make sure you don't file your taxes yeah this thing i'm afraid (laughs) to file my 2019 taxes because i'm worried the second i do there i'm going to get a letter saying i have to pay back the first few months of serb because i'm worried i didn't qualify for it (laughs) like I'm, i'm worried that i didn't that um everybody's worried about that yeah because i was in school everybody that i've taught that i've spoken to about this has been like i honestly don't know and i'm gonna figure it out later yeah i'm gonna figure it out later has been everybody's response because they're like i just need to be able to pay my rent and fucking eat my food yeah and the ndp has been like criticizing yeah um 
but like, I mean, I don't know. The NDP is not, not in a position to be the vehicle to actually do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, you know, and at the same time, like, you know, we keep finding out all these businesses that have, that applied for the, uh, the, the queues, the, uh, the, the work, the employment benefit right. one yeah. that, that also did so erroneously or purposely erroneously and got way more money than any individual person will ever get. It was fucked. And they're not fucking being asked to pay it back. No, they're not because it's part of, they're stimulating the economy. Not to mention the $17 billion that motherfucker just handed to the oil industry. Again, a second fucking bailout. And here we are. Yeah. Being asked to pay back a few thousand dollars, which will cripple most yep. people who needed it. Yep. Like, it's, it's it's fucking... It's on purpose. There's no way that they don't realize what they're doing. It's yeah. not it's not possible that they don't realize what they're no, doing. No, they do. They, they, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, but regardless, still happening. Yeah. Whether they know it or not, and they do, yeah. but it's still happening. And, and Doug it's going to fuck a lot of people. Doug Ford's being all daddy Ford and putting us into lockdown, but not until fucking Boxing Day. So for the next five days, go have your dinners, that. go to the mall, go do whatever you fucking got to do. And then after Christmas, oh, we're going to be really hard on it. And we're going to... Completely negate the purpose of having a lockdown in the first completely. place? Completely. Completely. fucking ridiculous. Like, Make it, sure you get your shopping in. They did that shit down here on a local scale last week. Yeah. But they gave us three fucking days yep. before they instituted a lockdown. And what did people do? They went fucking ape shit shopping. And it we're going to pay the price for that. Yeah, absolutely. With a potentially new strain that's 70% more infectious. Yeah. In a week or so, we're going to see a huge spike because on a Friday... We're already it? seeing it. I don't know. I don't have the internet. Yeah. What is it at? Uh, well, it's shit. It's, it's 235 a day over the last week. God damn it. Like, they tell us on Friday that on Monday we're going to have a lockdown. Yeah, and it's so the same go, thing here except buck all wild of Ontario. On the weekend. Exactly. Yeah. And now they're going to see that same... It was like, why didn't you look at us, the pilot, for that? And Well, we weren't the only ones either. Yeah. Like, a lot well, of areas of like, Toronto were locked down. Yeah, it was Peel the same region deal. and things like that. That was when, like... But, like, you, you saw everybody out, like... It was insane on that weekend. It was mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. Yeah. And like we talked about it last week. Mo and I talked about how there was the Windsor Star and the, and the CBC had contradictory stories, which I was told and, you know, don't yell at me if you know differently. I was told the reason. So Windsor Star said that in spite of fears, not many people went out shopping this weekend. Well, and the CBC was like, everyone went out shopping. Yeah, it, was it was fucking crazy. Um, and the reason those stories were different, apparently was because the Windsor Star reporter went there on Saturday morning. Yep. And the CBC reporter went there Sunday afternoon. Oh. People don't go shopping in the morning. No. Usually. So, yeah, if you go to the fucking mall on Saturday morning and it's not that busy, shocking. Yeah. But if you go there on the fucking afternoon or the evening, with extended hours, by the way. Yeah. Then, yeah, it's going to be busier. Like, the way to go, Windsor Star. Way to fucking Star be journalists. Windsor Star is fucking, like, Fox News of Windsor, though. It's, yeah, like... It's fucking horrible. Ridiculous. Yeah. And I know people who work at the Star. In fact, I know the managing editor really well. He's a friend. But, like, it's it goes beyond individual people. And, again, I want to stress that. It goes beyond individual people. Yeah. That is a problem of institution. That's true. I mean, there are individual people who suck. But That's true. Yeah. Fucking, ugh. It's very frustrating. Yeah. It's incredibly frustrating. I and think the village that... at St. Clair. Have you heard this story? No. It's a long-term care home. It's the uh, one that's out by the, the um, roundabout break. on Riverside. Yeah. Like on the East End? Yeah. Uh, it's up to 102 residents and 50-some-odd staff. Infected? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah, and including a friend's grandmother is there. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
It's fucked up. And and now there's all this these stories coming out about how the company was not giving people proper PPE, uh, that it was basically this ne- the neglect since the pandemic started, that all this neglect that was happening that has led directly to this. And and here's the thing. So here's here's I don't know if we've talked about this in the podcast before or not, but do you know who happens? So this is a Chartwell home. Okay. Do you know who happens to be the CEO of Chartwell? Who's the CEO? It's former Ontario Premier Mike Harris. Fucking Mike You might remember him if you're old enough. I remember him. He's Mike. the guy who forced all the teachers out on strike in the mid-90s and is possibly the most um, destructive premier in Ontario's history. And I, I say possibly, he definitely was the most destructive premier. Yeah. Doug Ford cannot hope to me- to come up to no, where Harris he was. No, Mike Harris was a cunt. His cuts to education and healthcare are still being felt to this day. Yeah. And are, in fact, now worsening the pandemic. And one, the- and one of the things he did when he was in office was he led the charge to privatize almost all of Ontario's long-term care homes. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as he was done being the premier, he waltzed into a CEO job with one of those companies. How in the fuck is this person (gasps) not in prison? Yeah, that's fucked up. How is he not in prison? Get him, drag him out by the hair, (laughs) attach fucking horses to his limbs and pat them on the back. And that's the kind way to do it. After you tar and feather him. (laughs) parody satire but seriously put him in prison that part's not parody no, satire. no he really needs to be in prison that's entirely that motherfucker needs to be piece of shit. needs to be held accountable and yeah. people like him he's not alone yeah but that specific relationship where he was the premier and in the public's name privatized all these long-term care homes and now we're seeing the results of it while he fucking directly profits off of it yeah. and his own decisions while he was in power yeah get him and put him in prison why has that not actively happened doesn't right now, Canada Pension Plan also doesn't Canada Pension also um, own uh, stock or or parts of um, Rivera. Rivera, mm-hmm. yeah, that's also sure fucked do. up on a bunch of different levels because mm-hmm. they're essentially auditing themselves. Yep, which is why we have big, huge issues with um, lack of PPE and lack of uh, effective policies and, yeah. and SOPs and things like that. And unions, some of these places are unionized and others aren't. Yeah. And the ones that are unionized are screaming from the fucking hilltops being like, our workers were not given the opportunity to be safe. Yeah. The company has put them in the position where they had to act with less safety than they should. Because people will automatically blame the workers for not being careful. But that's not what's fucking happening here. Oh, yeah. I have a lot of family members that work in long-term care. And I've been asking them to tell me, like, the horror stories. Mm-hmm. And it's unbelievable. Yeah. It is unbelievable. And coming from, a like, my background is a food safety coordinator so i've i've always been the person who writes the policies to make sure that all of the sops are are in place to keep people safe and make sure that everything is you know your t's are crossed and your i's are dotted Mm -hmm. and just to hear some of the decisions that are being made on a corporate level of like well we want to you know avoid cross-contamination so we're going to take care of everything except management is going to walk throughout this entire facility Mm-hmm. And essentially be the carriers because yeah. we're you know they're just that's just an, like a poorly worded example of all of the crazy shit that doesn't make any sense. They're it's like they're purposely they're not giving this the time and respect that it needs to be effective. Yeah. If you don't give your employees PPE, you're showing them that you don't give a fuck about anything except for saving money. Yeah, and also long term care workers under privatized systems are horrifically underpaid hell yeah it's often part-time work yeah so there's a neighbor who lives in my building who works at an ltc down the street yeah 
our LTC home down the street, who has to have a second part-time job in order yeah. to make ends meet. Well, and now, you can forget now, about benefits. Now, if you're working, I don't, I don't know where uh, their second job is, but let's just pretend it's in a grocery store. Yep. Where there's an extremely high risk of workers getting sick, and in fact, we've seen it all, all over the place. Yep. Um, so then you get sick, or maybe you get the virus, but you're not sick enough to not go to work, or you don't have symptoms yet, and then you go work at your your long-term care home job. Well, now you've just exposed like this public environment where we know the disease proliferates and dragged it into a long-term care home. And why? Is it because the worker didn't care? Mm. No, it's because they didn't have a fucking good enough job to just work one job. Yep. Uh, The same thing goes with, uh, with, um, substitute teachers and EAs. They, they have to work at multiple different schools and Mm -hmm. they don't have a choice because they have to make money. Yeah. We all have to survive in this fucking hellhole capitalist hellscape. That's right. (laughs) So they have to go back and forth to different schools. They have to be in contact with kids all the time. Mm -hmm. And there's all of these outbreaks happening and then they're being spread to other schools immediately. And it's not just the EAs and the substitute teachers that are doing it. It's, it's the, the parents of the kids who have to work in long-term care homes and have to do, you know what I mean? Like, it's just not fucking possible. This should have been a shutdown, an entire shutdown long 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 ago yeah and it we would have been all right and you should have just fucking paid people to stay home that's right take the hit because it's going to cost you more in the long run it's going to cost the government more in the long run because it's never going to fucking end yeah and and like again we literally talked last week about how ubi is not the savior that we we frame it as in the left and i never thought that i would agree with that but holy shit yeah well john clark has a way yeah um but also just like that's to, and and as john says in that interview that's to be differentiated from emergency measures absolutely where you give people money to stay home in emergency situations yeah um that's not universal basic income that's pandemic income that's it's basic that's human emergency decency. income those are different things and i'm not against that second one no not at um, all nor should anyone be he's okay he's he understands i'm upset and he's coming over so I can give him Josh is a very pets. emotionally intelligent dog. This is one reason that, like, I, my apartment says that I'm, like, I, I, I'm pretty sure that they say that you, you can't have any dogs. But I'm not going to listen to that. That's not legal. I, yeah, exactly. Not only, not only is that not legal, but also, if I don't have Josh with me, it's not good. Yeah. I'll do the thing. Yeah. It's not good. No, I mean, pets save your life more than you save theirs. That's exactly. For sure. So, and, and Josh is very, very aware of when I'm having issues. Yeah. He sees that I'm upset and he's coming over to comfort me. Do that. He, he's <laughs> such a okay, good boy. It's okay, Joshy. He best boy. It's okay. This is our podcast so now dumb. where we talk in pet voices. <laughs> he's so, so dumb. Yeah. It's so dumb, dumb. Look at his dumb face oh, with his dumb ears. Such dumb, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> We're not being mean. He actually has a problem. Yeah, he does. He has brain damage. <laughs> don't, don't at me. <laughs> um, so, Okay. Do you have anything else to say about COVID shit? Um, I I kind of don't want the internet back. I just want to live in a bunker. I just mm-hmm. want to go in a hole. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I'm very disappointed um, at this dystopian nightmare that we're living in. Yeah, and the fact that we don't think it's a dystopian nightmare because hey, the United States is worse. Yeah, Fuck we me. we gotta stop saying <laughs> at least we're not the states. That's that's a fucking cancer. I would and it's rather kill us have all. what they have right now. And I know that's yeah. easy to say when I'm in Canada, but yes. like if your government doesn't give a fuck about you, and they tell you that by not giving you any help and by giving you a six hundred dollar check, and that's yeah. all they give you, 
Yeah. Well, then that's an easy way to organize against that government and tear them the fuck down. Exactly. But, but in Canada, when they give you just enough to kind of some people barely get by while other people don't, but it's not enough of them to start a riot. So yeah, we're OK. We're OK. We're not eating rats to survive or anything. We're, not we're, yet. We're placated. The fuck right is going to happen in April when, exactly. the C, when the CRB runs out. Exactly. That, that's the only way I'm paying my bills right now. Exactly. And I'm not alone. Same. So like... I'm I am entirely fucked when yeah. when when this shit runs out. But also, I already give half my fucking CRB check directly to my landlord. Exactly. So like, <laughs> yeah, it's not a fucking stimulus package. It's a goddamn landlord stimulus package. Is what it is. It's once again, it's just to keep the economy running. It's yeah. not. They don't give a fuck about you. They want you to buy things with that check, and you will because we're that the money that we make is more effective in in helping the economy than the money that rich people make. Yeah. We're buying things with it because we have to to survive. Which is a good, um, this whole, at least we're not the states thing, is a really good uh, segue into uh, liberal bullshit. Yeah, liberal bullshit. Well, well, can we, before we get off of COVID, can we talk quickly about one more thing? Yeah. What do you want to talk about? So another big... Is there a fucking third strain now? <laughs> Already? Since uh, we last this, talked? It's a totally different virus. It's like, um, it, it turns people into... Um, zombies? Uh, well, we don't use the word zombies. Oh, wow. Sorry. We use the word walkers. It's a whole thing. Walkers. Yeah. Um, um, that's I don't know if you knew about that or not, but yeah. Um, right, well, I'm going to off myself. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I, if The Walking Dead happened, I would be the person... You know, they like that one episode where they find the, the father and the son hanging from the back of the bar? I, and it's just their skeletons. That's I, me. I read the first couple graphic <laughs> novels, but I never saw... I saw, like, one episode of the show, and I was like, oh, that's really close to the actual panels of the the comics. But I, I never actually watched the show. Like, everybody went crazy on Walking Dead, but I never yeah. saw it. I'm not a huge fan of it, to be fair. And that's a whole other podcast topic, but I anyway. I was kind of over zombies at that point. I was like, ah, I'm kind of yeah. tired of zombies. And the ways yeah. it differs from the graphic novel end up becoming political in yeah. ways that are not good. Ooh. So... You know, All right, maybe I'll just uh, still entertaining, I guess, but stick with the comic books. Yeah. Anyway. A anyway, no, not that. Um, so there's been another story about how land the landlord tenant board is just a complete fucking disaster right oh, now. Oh right, yeah. Basically, because they were backlogged from the last seven eight months when they couldn't evict people yeah. and they couldn't have hearings, they when when Doug Ford opened up the ability for landlords to evict again. There was this huge backlog they had to take care of. And so the, how they did this, and this, I know this because I had a hearing uh, brought against me and had to had to attend one. Yours was over like 150 bucks. $175. Or something. Oh, sorry. $175. Yeah. So I got taken to a hearing over $175, which I have, like, one of my best friends is a real estate lawyer who does this shit all the time. And he's yeah. like, that's unprecedented. I've never seen a company or a landlord get away with doing that and and you don't even have like a a just a guy who owns a couple buildings you have like a large management company yeah it's a huge huge company that yeah. owns my building yeah like one of the biggest in canada 175 dollars yeah so they well they took me to so i had missed april's payment because there was no serb that i could get at yeah. that point and i was trying to figure out am i gonna get charged with fraud if i take this fucking money that i need right so um I eventually did take it because it was like, well, this or I starve. I need so, this money. Um, the fraud will come later. Yeah. Fraud's a tra future a, Travis problem. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I took it and then started paying back immediately, started paying back what I owed them. So I was going over and above my monthly rent. Yeah. And came to an agreement with them on that. Said, you know, I'm paying, I'll pay this much money per month until it's paid off. Hmm. 
And then November rolls around and about four days before my hearing, I get something in the mail saying you were being brought to a hearing with the landlord tenant board, which first of all, four days is not enough time. That's, they have to give you more time than that. They supposedly do, but they've been doing this shit. And if you go, there's all kinds of stories about it. Uh, Now Toronto had a really good one um, where they talk about how that's just not happening. And landlords are straight up lying to the board and saying, oh yeah, we sent that when they didn't. And then, and then the board's just going, okay. Okay, that's fucking crazy, because I've been to that board before, not during a pandemic, and normally that shit wouldn't fly. Well, that's the thing. They're not being done in person. No. They're being done over Microsoft Teams. So, so if you don't have the internet, what do you do? You call in, but if you don't have a phone or access to a phone, you're fucked. And in fact, one of the one of the people who was being evicted when I was... Because this is the other thing. They throw you in a Microsoft Teams room with like 30 other people getting evicted. Oh, that's so different than it used to be. Yeah. So I, I had to sit there for two hours and listen to people get evicted one after another. That's really bad, and that's horrible. Yeah, it was bad. Be, oh, and yeah. and so, like, normally when you go to the landlord-tenant board, it's the landlords who don't show up a lot of the time. The yeah. tenants are almost always there because, like, it's their livelihood. Yeah, where it's they're their living. homes. Yeah, so unless they've moved and just said, fuck it, they show up. Yeah. But in this case, I was one of three people, one of three tenants that showed up, and every single landlord was there. There was one board member which it's my understanding there's usually more than one. Yeah. And they commiserate and talk to each other and then come to a decision between more than one but, person. Usually yeah. there's up to four. Yeah, that's the way it usually happens. One person. They're who And who you're in the same room with looking at. Yeah. yeah. Apparently the one person is almost always just randomly and totally coincidentally a very pro-landlord board member. <sighs> I watched people get evicted without being there in like seconds. They're not here? Okay. Ruling your favor. Standard order issued. Standard order issued. Standard order issued. Yep. One after another. I had, there was one person who was there who was talking on a payphone with her fucking baby beside her. Oh, my God. And they, there's, like, lawyers who are present, as there are normally when you go to a hearing. There's what's called duty counsel, which is, like, a yeah. public defender in Canada. I'm fully... I'm very familiar yeah. with yeah, duty this is more for the. this is more for the... The folks oh, okay, who may right. not know this, but the duty Sorry. council is like a, a free lawyer that you can have a half hour consultation with. Yeah. They were in the Microsoft Teams chats, but there was like four of them for all of Ontario and they were expected to be in like nine different Teams meetings. So they're going back and forth and cycling through. And if someone was like, oh, actually, yeah, I do want to take advantage of duty council and they weren't in the room. Well, no, too bad. no time. Standard order issued. Oh, my God. So fucked up. That's so fucked up. Yeah. And so I, I'm obviously not getting evicted because... Mine was over the filing fee. The yeah. $175 is actually the filing fee. I was like, I'm not paying your fucking filing fee. I told you back in May that I was paying this back. You could have canceled this hearing yeah. at any time between then and now. Yeah. So why would I pay your filing fee? And, you know, I talked to a lawyer and said, yeah, that's reasonable. And in fact, you probably won't have to pay it. There was no discussion. Pay, you're paying the filing fee. Next. But I, I, <laughs> it's... Th- this so is... they made $175 extra dollars off me just by taking me to a hearing. Of course, it's worth it for them. Yeah. Why wouldn't they do that? Yeah. But but they know they've they've already got experience with how overburdened the LTB is right now. So why not? Why not just take them? Just take them there. Give everybody the paperwork. Just take them. And these fucking landlords, man, Make one after another. Money. That's fucking these ridiculous. These fucking smarmy faced assholes on yeah. these teams things, just being like, "Yep, out they go." That's so. That woman ended up getting evicted. The one who was on a fucking payphone. She's <sighs> like, she's like, I didn't have a cell phone or access to internet. And they didn't send it to me over mail. And they said, well, they sent it to you over email and tried to call you. And she's like, okay, but I don't have the money to have a phone or the internet right now. So I can't, how was I supposed to know? She's like, I found out about it two hours ago. Yeah. At seven in the morning that it was at nine. Yeah. And we were like, well, we sent it to you. Too bad. 
I'm never going to stop saying that the internet is an essential service. It should be. It should be a public. Yeah. Public service. utilities like electricity. Absolutely, it should, it should be, be owned by us. Yeah. Fuck this shit. It's so crazy. They shouldn't be able to cut you off of it. No. Especially now. Especially yeah. now, because now we've like everything is done over the internet. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's horrible. It is. Sorry, I feel like I've been talking a lot. No, it's. Uh, <laughs> you're chatty, Kathy. Today, I like it. <laughs> I'm just. I'm frustrated with all. Like, I'm. You're telling me all of this stuff that's news to me, and it's really the the new strain thing is really fucking me up because I'm like, that's that's. Like cool, 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 cool. Terrifying. Cool. Yeah. Great. This and is. And we're fine. not we're not socially distancing, but we've also made a decision that we don't want to be totally alone. Yeah. So we've, we're, we've made we're, a decision we've that combined our households. In other words. Exactly. <laughs> we're we're two people that live alone, and we need to not lose our minds. Yeah. We've made a decision. We're not going out and 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 uh, going to parties or doing all sorts of crazy shit. We're not doing anything like that. We're just require um, our friendship in order to survive this. Yeah. Because it's dark, folks. It's not good. Check in on your single friends. Check in on everyone. I mean, and don't just don't just check in, but also maybe organize with them. Yeah. Maybe try to figure out if there's a way that you can help them. Yeah. Uh, organize against their landlord or organize against their job or whatever the fuck it is they're dealing with in the face of this, because that's what we need to do right now. Figure out what the problems are and work with your friends to see how you can solve them. That's the thing. No, don't don't worry about how you shouldn't have to solve them right now. We don't have time for that right now. No. This shouldn't be on us. Yes, uh, yes, I know. But just it has to get done because nobody else is going to do it. Yeah, talk to your neighbors, and that's how simple it is. Like I don't want to make organizing seem like it's easy because it's the hardest fucking thing you can it do. It's incredibly but hard, and it's why we fail. It's incredibly <laughs> hard, but the opening steps of it, the yeah. opening part of it, is the easiest thing in the world. A little harder during a pandemic. Yes. But it's literally just talking to your neighbors and your coworkers and your community, talking to people about their lives. Yes. It doesn't even have to be about politics. Yeah. It will get there, I promise and, you. And sometimes that can be the biggest hurdle to, to organizing, um, but it's relatively easy to do. Mm -hmm. And once you have other people that you're in discussions with, it tends to fuel your fire, which yeah. is really important. Yeah. For longevity of organizing. Yeah, that solidarity is really important. Hell yeah. But just as an example, I've been talking to one person in my building who I did not know previous to the pandemic. In fact, they moved in during the pandemic. Ooh. I've talked to her, you know, like, I don't know, a dozen times in the past eight, ten months. And is that your jaw? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Yeah, I, got, <laughs> I got problems with my joints. You know this. It sounded like you crunched a jawbreaker. No. Don't do it again. Oh, God damn it, Ev. No, it just kind of happens. Uh, yeah, it's just... I'm going to pass out again. It's just part of my body. <laughs> she, she, she falling apart. <laughs> Anyways, so I've been talking to this neighbor, and, like, within, like, a dozen two-minute conversations, mm -hmm. I've learned where she works. Mm -hmm. I've learned about where her family is from and her sort of anxieties around having to go home or not go home for Christmas. Yeah. And this sounds creepy, but it's not. It's just how you talk to people. And I got I got this quote information from her by offering similar things about myself. It's not and creepy. And striking up conversations. It's fucking, it's okay for men to have conversations with women. Well, I'm not saying that. <laughs> but, but like, we're you know, we're talking about like, you know, found out that she works in a long-term care home. Oh, yeah. You know, and that she has this second part-time job. Yeah. Also found out, like, you know, they were behind on rent at one point. Well, hey, now there's a t an opportunity to talk about. Right. Like, 
how you might want to fight that. Hey, I was also behind on rent. What happened to you? What did they do to you? Oh, shit. This is what they did to me. It was really fucked up. And they're, you're they're, starting you're organizing. to organize. You're organizing. Exactly. That's as simple as it, as it is to start. There's more steps to it beyond that, but that is the simplest thing. Yeah. It's just those quick conversations where you learn shit like that. Exactly. You're starting to organize. If you if you share this, a common struggle with someone, even if it's not, even if it's slightly different, you still share a common struggle and then you, you know, oh, how can we fix this? Yeah. I wonder if anybody else is going through this right now. Yeah. Oh, it, well, I heard that this person is. And it's like, if you're a shy person, it can be hard to strike up a conversation with a rando. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, avoid I, that shit at all costs. Yeah, I struggle <laughs> with it. But, you know, most people... It's kind of important, though. Yeah, and most people, if you're just like, hey, how's it going? They'll just say, hey, how's it going back? And the next time you see them, maybe you get a little bit more of a conversation in there. Yep. Right? And it takes time, but it's absolutely fucking necessary right now. Absolutely. Yeah. This is such a scary time to be alive. It's a really scary time to be alive. Not only do we have, uh, you know, the, the existing, the, you know, the impacts of capitalism that have already, you know, um, been a kind of a plague on the working class, but now we actually have like a plague. Now, now <laughs> yeah. on top of that, now we have this pandemic. I can't even form words right now because it's so, it's so uh, like nothing like this has ever happened. And even when the Spanish flu happened, we weren't in a situation like we are like there was there was not as much existing well you might have to like cut this i don't know like, like capitalism hadn't fully taken hold on a global scale the way it has now yeah and and not only that but capitalism is now really showing its teeth where it's it's you're really seeing the effects of 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 um the damage that it's doing to the working class and the, and and poor people you know what i mean like it's like i know that we have more resources to communicate with more people now. I know that we have those things in place, but it's not... Things are so much worse now. Yeah. Things are so much worse than they were in whenever that was. Yeah. Fucking well, 1800s or something. Yeah, well, even 19, like 1920. Yeah. 1920. And I mean, like, there were there was ways that it was worse. There was ways that it was better and easier to organize because, like, most industrial capitalism was formed around factory life and yeah. where you had to spend all kinds of time with people and organizing was a natural part of your day. Joshua. <laughs> Josh. Okay. It didn't kill the computer, so it's fine. Well, that's We're good. back. Uh, and we're recording. Okay, Josh, I need you to lay down. <laughs> Josh. It wasn't, it wasn't his fault. We got a lot of wires. Sorry that we cut out there, but it was a natural end point, I feel. There's one more thing that we could talk about, I guess. What's up? So we're a fan um, on this podcast of making fun of liberal schemes. Oh, are we? Yeah, we are. Because they're always so batshit insane. They're so ridiculous. <laughs> and I, and I don't know how you don't know about this one either. Like you, you don't know about this one either because you don't know the internet. But um, the liberals in my circle, okay. um, God love them. Like there's some of them are good people. I'm not shitting on them. Some of them are leftists and waiting. It's great. Yeah, some of them can be radicalized. Others can't, but that's a whole other thing. They're not all bad people. Yeah. They, yeah. Um, some of them are, but some of them aren't. <laughs> um, by the way, Mo just messaged us. <laughs> hey, Too Mo. late, Mo. Too late. <laughs> um, so there's this new service that's being offered locally, and I don't want to shit on it entirely because I don't know the answers to these questions. I'm actually hoping that talking about it might get us the answers to these questions because I can't find them. Okay. There's a new local service called Jubzy.com. J-U-B-Z-I. Jubzy. Jubzy. Jub, Jub. Jubzy. Sorry. So this service <laughs> is a takeout food delivery service. Right? So it's, it's like Uber? 
Uber it's Eats. like Uber Eats and Skip the Dishes, except, importantly, it's lo- apparently locally owned mm-hmm. and gives is cheaper for local restaurants than the competition. Like, like restaurants don't have to pay as much of their of the cost of it. Because um, so right now, the way the Skip the Dishes and Uber Eats works is that like 30% immediately goes to those apps from the restaurants. It's uh, kind of high. Yeah, it's a little high. Okay. Um, Whatever. But, and it's not like they're paying their fucking workers. I was just going to say, how much of that's <laughs> going to the drivers? Yeah, like nothing. Yeah. Um, but Jubsy offers that for cheaper, less of a percentage, and a certain amount of the proceeds or profits go to the downtown mission. So is even less of that going to the drivers now? This is what I have questions about. I mean, it's, I don't think it's possible for less of it to go because I'm pretty sure, like, skip the dishes and that are pretty much minimum wage, tip economy shit. Yeah. So I'm not sure how they could get away with paying drivers less. Also, come on, the fucking downtown mission. Yeah, there's the other problem. <laughs> like... I mean, we've been pretty open and on the record on the show about how the mission sucks and is not this, like, do-gooder <laughs> organization that's solving homelessness. In fact, they re-entrench it. Yeah. They make it worse, and it's corrupt, and... Etc. 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 I want to find out more about this Jubsy thing because yeah, so I've never not heard much, of it. There's not much information, and so I was kind of grilling some of my liberals, some of my liberal peeps, as you who do. were like who were sharing it and being like, "This is a great alternative to skip the dishes. Use this instead." This is why you're my favorite. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, okay, like I'm interested in this because I use skip the dishes and I hate it. I think yeah. it's a bullshit thing. Like those drivers are not getting paid. So what, what's happening with the workers? Yeah, do they have job security? Is it like good decent living wages do they get to choose their own hours like how does this small business too so they probably have less accountability to treat their workers properly yeah and like who who are the workers yeah who are these people that are that are driving it because like let's be honest skip the dishes and uber eats it's almost entirely racialized yeah an almost entirely racialized population of people yep which are easy easier to exploit because a lot of them i've talked to a few of them a lot of them are indian international students yeah who are are. super easy to exploit because they're in such a fucked up exploitative situation yeah a lot of them live in places that my landlord owns and they they get fucked for the their living situation they get fucked their for their employment mm-hmm. they, they basically just have to they're just trying to make it just got to get it through four years and yep. then they're good <laughs> yeah and a lot of them have some family wealth yeah so they have a nice car and that's why they choose this particular job and so fair yeah. enough but these that's not true of every person and like it's true we yeah. know how exploitative skip the dishes and uber eats are and so like these Jubsy folks, the people who are promoting them, they're like, oh, well, this is a better alternative. But I've yet to be told why. Other than the mission thing, and I guess that restaurants don't have to pay as much. But again, as I said last week, fuck your small business. I don't give a shit about that. Yeah, I'm sad that I missed that. I'm actually like, I don't I, I don't think it's a good thing that, that restaurants have to pay less. No. Because, like, fuck them. I don't care. Like, they already pay their workers like shit. If they pay more, they're not going to pay their employees any less. Like, just fucking, they're already paying their employees as little as they can. It's not like it's going to charge them more. They're not going to fucking pass that savings on to their workers. Of course not. guarantee you that. There's not a single small business owner, good or bad, that would do that. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, oh, sorry. Unless you're the business that Chris Holt owns and your your employees make more money than you do. Oh, Chapter 2 Brewery? That's what they all say, though. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Such fucking bullshit. There's no concept of asset wealth yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. Or freedom uh, to I do will, I will never schedule. get over that shit. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, so I just don't know what to do or say about this Jubsy thing. It seems like it's probably not... Sh- you're going to be shocked that 
a liberal scheme that is built into capitalism is probably not going to solve the problems Wait, that what? capitalism brings on. Probably not. What do you? But there's a chance it will. <laughs> what you're saying Maybe. is we that should give a it a chance. shot. We, we should, should give, give it a shot. See what happens. There's a chance that it will. And hey, like uh, that money that goes to the downtown mission definitely goes straight into the pockets of unho- of unhoused folks. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Of course, of course. Totally does. That's why there are no unhoused folks anymore, and why the mission itself doesn't need to exist. Oh, but then what will the people who work at the mission do with their jobs? What will the what will the what the dude? Ron Dunn? What will he do? That's his name. Yeah, you got to support Ron Dunn's do? livelihood, folks. Man, we got to do that. I got to make sure that I I go out of my way to order from Jubsy. <laughs> Jubsy.com, folks. I'm not saying don't. I want no. I'm. I don't think it's any better than Skip the Dishes or Uber Eats. I don't think we should tell ourselves it is. If there's an option, <laughs> I'm. I mean, I want to look into it. Yeah. To see more because maybe, you know, maybe we're going to be pleasantly surprised and find out that there's some really awesome employee program that they have. Maybe there's something amazing where they're not actually making any money. Your optimism is uh, it's worth the fresh air. <laughs> it shouldn't be because it's all sarcasm. Well, and I had. But we do. Sh- we should look into it. Yeah, and like no one was able to give me an answer to that question, which, which means... is a red flag. <laughs> it's a red flag. <laughs> which means it's not a question they were anticipating having to answer. Because that's the point of these things. Because they they show you on the surface how good it is. This is a good thing, Look guys. It. Downtown Mission. Look, it's doing this one thing. They so do cool things. Yeah, and it leads you to this other. Well, at least it's not this. Yeah, and it, that's our biggest problem. That's such a big, slacktive. Slacktivism problem, right? Like, we're like, oh, well, we're doing this, and it's easy, and I'm going to do it anyway, and it's helping this. And I don't have to do anything else, because I'm a good person who orders from Jubsy and supports small business and the unhoused. Yeah, so now I don't have to... Because those aren't two conflicting groups in any way or shape or form. Which is fucked. (laughs) Which is entirely fucked, because I guarantee you, if there's someone, you know, if Jubsy has, like, a fucking brick-and-mortar office downtown, they don't want unhoused people hanging out outside of it. Yeah. And I could have details wrong about this because, again, it was actually kind of hard to find any real details about Jubsy. So, and you know, I also didn't look that hard. But it just it just was one of those things where it's like, oh, it's interesting that all of my liberal friends are sharing this now. All the ones who are more toward the center, who are like small business oriented types, you know. And again, if you're listening to this, anyone who did that, I'm not shitting on you, but it's a fact. I am. That like, <laughs> it's, it's like everyone I noticed sharing it was like a liberal, so... Um, it's because you don't have you don't have to look into it. It's nice on its surface. You go, oh hey, I I know what's going on in my community, and look look this is a nice thing, and we're gonna work towards ending homelessness. But we're not we're not gonna work towards ending houselessness. Sorry. Um, well, whatever. Yeah. I I don't get too caught uh, up in that shit. I, it's mostly performative, I think. <laughs> yeah. But it's a but anyway, it's a it's a <sighs> giving money to the downtown mission isn't going to solve any sort of living situation problems that we have and also ordering your food from a different delivery app that is most likely exploiting workers that's not all that's not going to do anything it's just going to make you feel better about where you're ordering your food from there's still people working at the restaurant getting paid shitty money that have to work during a global pandemic there's still people that have to drive door to door in a fucking car that they're maybe sharing with another person who's also using that car to do the exact same thing, because I see that all the time. Mm-hmm. You're not fixing anything. Just do more. Yeah. And I'm like, 
And these delivery services, importantly, they don't have to fucking pay for the maintenance or the upkeep of these cars, which is why That's... the whole business model is so fucking brilliant for them. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like they don't have to they have don't a pay fleet. for any infrastructure. They download that onto workers. Yeah, they have a fleet that they don't have to take care of or or keep a certain number of of fleet with a certain. Um, manufacturer of vehicles to to maintain they don't have to do any of that yeah they don't have to do any of it literally it's not their problem your car broke down while you were doing an uber eats delivery guess you're out of a fucking job bud i guess you better use the wages you just made to fix your car yeah well that was going toward your rent not our problem i guess you don't work for us anymore in fact you never did because yeah. you're not an employee you're a contractor Bye. you're a contractor and yeah. you have no rights yeah i will i will be uh, I don't want to say that I'll do something gross, but I'll do something gross if it's proven to me that this model is different somehow on that level. I will decide what the gross <laughs> thing is, folks. Don't worry. Like, I'll, I'll drink the devil's milkshake. I'll drink, like, you know, the fucking, you know, everything in my fridge in one thing or something. A little bit of butter, a little bit of dirt. And I want to be clear, I'm talking about it actually being an alternative to the normal capitalist way of being. I'm not talking about it being like, oh, it's slightly different because of this one thing. Drink your ketchup. Like, no, that's not, <laughs> I'm not talking about that. Okay. So folks, please, <laughs> this, please, I, I implore you, help me find a way to make Travis drink everything in his fridge or whatever we decide is going to be disgusting. Yeah. I'll, if, if this turns out to be like some sort of worker owned co-op or some shit, that's actually an alternative to capitalism. Like, yes, I will drink all the gross shit in my fridge. And if you work at Jubsy.com, please consider <laughs> switching to a worker co-op alternative. Please, please. Yeah, if you're a driver for them, consider organizing. Join the IWW. We have classes called Organizing 101 that we will teach you how to organize your workplace. We have one coming up, actually. Do we? Yeah. Do you know the details? Nope, but I'm going to put them all. Maybe it's already passed, and also I don't have the internet. So well, I, I have the internet, and it should be on We email. got an email from it. Okay. Organizer 101 is a great thing that uh, the IWW here offers. You don't have to be a member to attend it either. No. Um, you can just attend it. I think there's a small fee. It's usually very small. And if that's prohibitive to you, there are like we will cover the cost if, yeah. you, need, if you need to, to do it. Yeah. If you um, if you talk to some people and you get a, a big enough group together, I'm sure that you can uh, get us to, you know, you can probably persuade us to run one for you for you. And, you know, if you have enough people that want to yeah. take it. And I believe it's all online. Yeah, yeah, so that's perfect. Yeah, right now, anyway. Normally they are in person, and they're actually awesome, because Wobblies come from all over North America yeah. to them, and then you meet cool leftist activists from all over North America, and then you usually get super drunk on the Saturday night, <laughs> if, that's what, if that's something you're into. Um, but during COVID, it's all going to be online, but that's okay, too. You can get super drunk. You can still get super drunk. At your laptop. On Jitsi, <laughs> which is not the same as Jubsy. Not the same. No, no, it's not. Although, you know, it could still be terrible. Well, it's open source. I feel like it's less. That's likely, less terrible. Less likely to be terrible. There's still no ethical consumption. Yeah. If you ever, by the way, it's just on the way out. The plug for Jitsi. I don't know much about their background, but Jitsi's pretty reliable. Yeah, it's like a Zoom alternative, and it's open source, so yeah. you don't have to fucking worry about Zoom making a bunch of money off your shit. That's true. Jitsi is good. Yeah. So go go to Jitsi. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe we can get Jitsi to sponsor us. Well, because it's open source, I don't think they have employees. I think it's just people that work on it and then it oh yeah you're right you know like that's the whole point of open source oh yeah the whole thing is open source yeah so all the coding that's done is just done by coders who do it for free well zoom's not going to sponsor us now <laughs> maybe microsoft teams you never know hey yeah. i was giving them a shout out for the way they were running the landlord tenant board <laughs> fuck my life <laughs> yep good job bill gates thanks for being a savior yeah bill gates you're awesome 
Yeah. Also, can I just say one thing? Humans, you people, you're not important enough for for the government to be tracking you with the vaccine, okay? <laughs> you don't matter enough. And also, you all have cell phones. Yeah, like, you're already just being tracked. Fuck off with this. God. If you downloaded this podcast and you're worried about being tracked on the internet, I have news for you. Yeah. <laughs> I need- <laughs> but no one who listens to us Nobody, is a no, dick. None so. of our listeners are worried about that. No. Um, we all know we're nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Do you want to do an outro? Yeah. Hell yeah, I do. All right. Should we just do the outro and, and then we say, okay, bye at the end? And then I don't have to edit? Yeah, let's Yay. do that. Okay, so what, um, I forget, I, th- there's going to be a time, there's going to be a time in the future when I remember all of our social media stuff, but like, you're going to be right here to help me do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is false. Thank you for listening. I'm not reading this from a point form note thing. It sounds like I am, but that's just how I try to remember things that are in my brain. <laughs> anyway, so if you want to follow us on our social media uh, things... It's, like, basically everywhere, like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and... Especially Twitter. And especially... How many listeners... Oh, how many know. likes and followers do we have? I'm fucking shit in the bed on this outro. Well, what? This is why I get you to do them, because it's funny. Because <laughs> I shit the bed every time. Yeah. Well, I'll do an intro so we have some professionalism. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm not going to do an intro. This is Christmas. I don't give a shit. <laughs> We're up, Christmas. We're, I don't give a shit. We're up to 62 followers now. Holy shit. Yeah. So, this is the update. Just careening toward triple digits there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just careening. <laughs> like, faster than a four speeding a bullet. <laughs> Amazing. We'll be there by April. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yep. So, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at This Is False Pod. Mm-hmm. At This Is False Pod. I say it like I mean it. Um, also feel free to give us your hard-earned Skrilla at <laughs> patreon.com forward slash this is false. That's yep. it. Yep. Yeah. I'm Those are the things. Fucking killing it. And, the and email? if you want to reach out to us, I see, I was going to say, you didn't even have to remind me. <laughs> so I'll take that out. If you want to reach out to us, it's this is false podcast at protonmail.com. <laughs> This is false podcast at protonmail.com. Holy fuck. Uh, why don't I? It's every fine. Single you got week... everything right. You just didn't trust yourself. Oh. <laughs> that's the that's problem here. That's my bane. Here. That's my poison. The problem isn't that you're dumb. The it's problem that is I that you think, think you're I'm dumb. dumb. <laughs> that's because of other people making me think I'm dumb. <laughs> you're smart, folks. You're certainly smarter than your local city councilors. You're fucking right you are. That's yeah. going to be a t-shirt that we make somehow. We're still struggling with the merch, folks. We'll figure it out in the new year. Yeah, Fuck it. It's Christmas. I live <laughs> on my own, and I'm going to try to get my life together, and I'm going to try to make soap with Travis. We're gonna, I'm going to make a video. This is yeah. happening. We're making um, a video. Also, if you're like interested in a t-shirt, tell us what you want on the t-shirts, because like we have some designs, but we haven't decided on any. So do you want like our Circle Possum logo? Do you want... I fucking love that logo. It's a pretty good logo. Do you want just the text logo, which looks pretty dope on a t-shirt? It does. Or do you want one that says, you're smarter than your city councilor? Whatever one it is, I think I the last it. one... I think the last I kinda one... I kind of want to make them anyway. But I also really like the possum one. Yeah. Maybe we could figure that out. 
I might not commit to anything right now. Yeah. Because well, we I'm can excited. get Patreon to make them too. Yeah. It'll just take more of our money. That's true. That's fine. Fuck them. Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay bye. <laughs> was Joshy. He was a show dog. He worked at the Copacabarki. He had big ears and a long tail. And everybody loved his cuteness. Joshy, come here. Josh, 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 Josh. Go fucking lay down. Go lay down. <laughs>